What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Football Without Hesitation. It's June 28th. What's up? How's it going? How's y'all doing? Different Quakes fucking atmosphere all of a sudden. Um, So, yeah, the Quakes played Real Salt Lake. They won at home again. Nothing really exciting about that. They should have. (laughs) The Real Salt Lake is terrible this year. Uh, The Quakes were at home. They needed that fucking win. Um, but, yeah, again, I, 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 I jump into this real quick. Again, follow me at Baldini10 on Twitter if you want to follow me there. Um, I'm, again, I'm always at the games. I don't tweet as much as I should, but that's a way to follow me. Again, that this is available, iTunes, Stitcher, wherever the hell you listen to podcasts, this is available. iHeartRadio. It's pretty fucking cool on iHeartRadio. Um, but yeah, if you listen there, leave a rating, please be nice. I'm a very, very fragile ego. Um, but yeah, anyway, welcome. Yeah. Quakes played real salt Lake last Saturday, came out with a win. Like I said last week in, um, it's not a, not a fucking must win. Every, you know, every once in a while that, cliche actually does matter but this this fucking game no but a team as bad as real salt lake and if you're at home you just need to win especially you're you're fighting for a playoff spot um going into this game your coach was fighting for his i wouldn't say career but at least career with the earthquakes as a head coach i mean don't get me wrong he might stick around uh, but yeah. Anyway, they ended up getting the win. They're they're currently they're still in. I mean, at the moment, they're fifth place, so they're in above the red line in the playoffs. Whatever. Of course, if you go by points per game, that's where it gets a bit screwy, and they're actually below the red line. So this this coming up classical on Saturday. Um, at Stanford is going to be fucking huge. It's going to be fucking huge. Um, but but again, the big news that that came out of the quakes this week is San Jose Earthquakes parted ways with Dom Kinnear and the assistant coach who I don't have his name in front of me. I feel bad. Um, but anyway, again, it's it's a move that I've I've I and you know several other you know people have been calling for it's uh, it's not something again i'm not happy i'm not you know dom is is a fixture with the quakes he's a legend here you can't deny that you you know they can't take anything away from him um and and that's okay like i've said in the past i it's not about getting rid of dom because he's a bad coach it's just not working it's fine. Dom, Dom's career speaks for himself. The, the the man is a legend. The man is a legend, and um, there's again, I I, I I can't say a bad thing. It didn't work out. Whatever, man. It didn't work out. It's fine. I love uh, Fiorinelli's move of of doing it in the middle of the season just now. And coming out and and being honest and, and being like, dude, like, it it wasn't working out. 
It wasn't working out. Nothing was going to happen. There was no point in, in, in you know, p- pushing this to the end of the season when you already know. You know, if you you, it is it's so risky. It's so it, it you know you're, you're changing head coaches in the middle of the season. It it's it's a major fucking move. It's a major move. Um. But again, even if even if Dom were were to somehow, you know, gather this team together and 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 take them to the ML to MLS Cup, it it still isn't doesn't fit the future of this team. Again, he might have a position. I I I mean, I, he's not gonna. He can't. He's been, he's been around this organization for too long. He's gonna end up, hopefully, somewhere in a position with or within the organization, and and again, and and the organization gets yet another brain added to the front office to to really develop this team into 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 this vision that is being created. Again, I I, I fully don't know what it is yet. But but you can see that it, it, it's getting there, with you know with the new president, with the new general manager, with that fucking director of methodology. You know, with, with Joe Cannon going down a burning game, didn't seem to work out that well, but whatever, <laughs> you know. Um, but anyway, th- there's a lot of a lot of moves that that these. This that that's where it's tricky, because all none of those moves equals goals or wins on the pitch. I mean, immediately. You know, you 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 bring in a player that that can score every other game. Holy fucking shit! Everybody thinks that you know that that the the front office are are geniuses, but. If if that person doesn't fit in with the team, or or if there's they don't fit in with the long long term vision, it's a fucking waste. So you have to you have to start with the front office. I don't know. This is something that I I've been a big um fat fan of for a while. Is starting with the front office and it is totally totally because I was close enough to the San Francisco Giants to see what what a good front office can do to a team. This team went from fucking in in the early 90s from being hours away from, from being shipped off to fucking Florida. Fucking hours away. Okay, that might be a bit... Fuck it. It's not dramatic. Even if it was weeks, there's it's still hours. Give a fuck. But it was, it was it was very close. It, it was like a like a you know one of those midnight deadline type shits for the the Giants to stay in San Francisco and to get a ballpark built, and and they did, and they have a great front office, and they have a great ballpark, and they have a great team, excluding this year. Um. This is one of 
uh, what you call a old rebuilding season. It's all right. That seems fucking rich. That seems fucking rich. I don't. I know the, the Giants suck this year, and the first couple months of the season, I was like, ah, they'll pick it up, you know. They'll pick it up. They're going to go on a 10-game winning streak, and all of a sudden, they're going to be fighting for first place. Okay, it didn't happen. But I don't care. I'm not worried. This seems fucking rich. Anyway. Anyway, coming from that fucking front office, uh, you know, seeing how they did that, that, that impressed the fuck out of me, and I was like, that's how you do it. And then the next, then um, the Warriors did it. Fucking warriors! All of a sudden, started getting the, they started getting these front office people that again I don't I don't really follow basketball, but I would listen to KMBR and Tom Tolbert was fucking loving these motherfuckers, so I was like okay this motherfucker okay, he knows the league he knows the sport way better than I do, he's saying dude be patient these are good people, and look where the fuck they are now, that front office is is envied by the league um where it was a joke 10 years ago and um and then you have the opposite side as well that's what's so fucking cool being from here look at the 49ers that fucking front office is in chaos and look at the look what look what you have on the field from a super bowl contender to a, a fucking team that you know can barely win five games a year, and uh, that front office will 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 fucking say, "Oh, there's nothing, there's not that much turmoil. No, it's all good." And I don't know who uh, who the fuck did they just get? Jay Gruden, John Gruden, not John Gruden. They didn't get John Gruden. Who the fuck? Oh, John Lynch. It's got John Lynch. I don't know. Maybe that brings some stability there. But 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 look at what look what happens. And if you're still with me in this fucking long-ass roundabout way, you're a fucking champion, and I apologize for that. But what I'm trying to say is the earthquakes are making smart front office moves. And unfortunately, that does not translate to immediate success on the pitch. And it gets frustrating as a fan. You know, four years without you know not in the playoffs barely in in playoff contention at this point again if the season were to end now they would be above the line but by points per game they would be below so the 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 right on that cusp um so yeah so so Again, even dude, they just uh, last week you get that email, you know, hey, you signed up for season tickets, you know, to just keep charging you every year kind of thing. Just reminding you, July 12th, we're going to start charging you if we don't if you tell us not to. Well, again, unless you tell us not to. And I was like, fuck, dude, they went up and. 400 bucks because I'm supporters terrorist. You pay 400 fucking dollars a ticket. Um, it, it didn't go up that much, but it's just frustrating that it did. 
because that doesn't there doesn't warrant it. I mean, this this front office, I guess, yes, it is costing more money. But you had you've got you had such a big jump going from Buckshaw to Avaya. It's such a fucking big jump, and uh, financially, you know. Again, I know you got to pay for it. That's another fucking team thing. Ting, another ting, another ting that I've been seeing. This fucking team owns the stadium. the The San Jose Earthquakes, just like the Giants, are gonna be fucking wealthy at some point. They have land right next to the airport, right a mile away from downtown San Jose. That land's gonna be fucking valuable. Um. So anyway, I'm I'm very conflicted that now that I have to make the decision of whether to keep my season tickets or whether let them go. I don't know. I mean, it was one of those that I was like, fuck, I, I could already picture myself like, yeah, man, I've had season tickets for 10 or 20 years or something. But if if I had that much disposable income, I guess, like the tickets aren't making me broke, but I could definitely use those fucking... F- it's not even the $400. Fuck. Okay. $20 to park. $12 for beer. $10 for any kind of food. That's what? twenty-two. That's $42 right there. Plus the $20. $25, whatever the ticket. Every single game... At minimum, not including gas or any pregame beer or any second beer or another hot dog or something, not including any of that, you're looking at 70 bucks times 20. The fuck is that? Let me do this fucking math so I can freak out how much goddamn money I spent at this place. Um, so, yeah, because there's the, the, a 20 game package. That's $1,400. $1,400. Those $400 tickets, you add a thousand fucking dollars to it. And that's with, that's one beer and one fucking hot dog or pretzel and the, 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 the shittiest silver parking that you know once they fucking pave it is going to go right back up to 25 if not more. And um, so if I'm going to invest... Fourteen fucking hundred dollars into that team. You you can't fucking put up, can't keep fucking putting up shady performances. I mean, I, I can't not support it. That's, that's one. I mean, I'll be dude. If I could spend fourteen hundred dollars locally, go to a fucking restaurant or a bar here. I mean, I, I shout out to Ellie's. What up? They already know when I walk in, the, oh shit, Quakes are away. Let's put it on. Shout out to fucking KG, the fucking bartender at Ellie's. This motherfucker, his boss was giving him shit. One time he put, there was nobody in there. It was a Saturday afternoon. The place was fucking dead. There was no sports. You know, the, the Giants were playing maybe. There, there was a, some sort of golf tournament on. Nobody was in there. There's probably five people in the whole place. 
this bar is it's a it's a bar lounge area attached to another restaurant. Really cool American style re- restaurant. American style food. Great food. Pizza sauce can use some work. Whatever. So anyway, this dude put it on the big projector. It was badass. Uh, we had the big game. I uh, uh, I forget who they were playing, but we we got it there. Like four or five more people came in. We literally like doubled the amount of people that were in there. They started watching the fucking game, just because it was soccer. They came in and started watching it. Um, and all of a sudden the manager walks in. Manager walks in, goes over, talks to the bartender. The bartender comes over. He was like, "Dude, the manager was just giving me shit because I had soccer on." And he was like, "Why the fuck? Why do you have soccer on?" And he's like, "Well, because these these guys are here. They're fucking regulars. They're here all the time. The fucking game's on. I'm putting the fuck on. Fuck you. They're paying customers. You can't tell me shit." And the guy walked off in a huff. But the what? That's fucking. That's racism. It's the only way. I mean, I'm not saying racism like a black and white kind of thing. I mean, racism as in hating on soccer. What do you call that? But anyway, how it obviously wasn't bothering people. It literally it got more people to come in. People, was, you know, they were waiting for their tables. They snuck their head in and they saw soccer was on. They came in, ordered some beers. Again, much more people came in. Whatever. But that is sports racism. Not in a racist, in a race way. <laughs> I don't know. We got to come up with a term for that shit. That's fucked up. Anyway, why, I don't know why the fuck I got onto that fucking rant. But shout out to Ellie's. Anyway, oh yeah. $1,400. If I would have spent $1,400 at that place, holy shit. The manager would not give a fuck about me going in there to watch some goddamn soccer. Um, so, yeah, so I, I don't know. It's tough. It makes it tough. I, I, you know, I love the team. I, I'm ne- I can't never stop supporting the team. Did that make any fucking sense? It didn't make any sense to me, but I'm not going back and changing it. You know what the fuck I meant? I'm with this team for fucking life. Um, so, you know, that's not going to change. But fourteen hundred dollars is real. That's 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 some real shit. Fourteen hundred dollars. I could. That's a dope ass hobby. Could buy a drone or some shit. I'm gonna be one of them drone photographers. Seems like you can't get a bad picture with a drone. Anyway, for fourteen hundred dollars saved, I could do a lot better. Damn. Sounds like I'm trying to break up with the quakes. Quakes. This is it. You've you've hurt me too many times. I don't know how much more I can take. Fuck, we got a new era. The Chris Leach era, everybody. The Chris Chris Leach era is upon us. And actually today, Wednesday, was the first game of the Chris Leach era. It was the round of 16 versus Seattle Sounders in U.S. Open Cup. What? Quakes win. Who's in scores again? This motherfucker has found his groove. And I don't know. It was, it was. I'm sure if you're the coach, I mean, if you're Chris Leach, you love to start your, you know, your first, first game with a win. It was U.S. Open Cup. 
why the fuck? I don't get why people, this game, this tournament doesn't matter. These teams could use as much competition, as much, you know, games as, as they, they need. Look, look what the fuck happens in, in the Coca-Cola tournaments. These teams get fucking annihilated. Liga Mekis still fucking dominates MLS. Dominates. It's not even close as to, oh, are these two leagues getting close to to being, you know, on the same level? Fuck no. Fuck no. Liga Mekis is easily, easily, you know, better all around than MLS. So... And and it bothers people when when they hear that, and they oh MLS is doing this, MLS is doing that. Yes, I hear it. But nobody. Get, this is round of sixteen. There's sixteen teams left. This fucking this is the biggest tournament in the in the country. I mean, it literally starts with hundreds of teams. I'm sure. I don't know how they start paring it down, and MLS doesn't show up till like fourth round, but. It's a old tournament. It's prestigious. It's the oldest, I think, in, in North America, the oldest continuously running uh, sports tournament in North America. It's a very prestigious fucking trophy. But no, the fans or the teams don't seem to care. Seattle put out a fucking team that I'm pretty sure some of the teams out here on in the fucking Sunday leagues in Salinas can fucking beat. And so, but and so the Quakes, hey, the Quakes took advantage of that good win on to the next round. Playing Galaxy, it's gonna be fucking sick twice in eight days. It's gonna be badass. Adavaya, fuck yeah, I don't know, it's gonna be dope. I'm excited. Hopefully, motherfuckers show up because, dude, um. It'd be cool. Again, I'm excited for it. I, that to me, that that tournament matters. I know, I'm always this motherfucker with the this weird opinion, but it's an old ass tournament. It's a hundred years old. It it's fucking dope. It, it, every team, or it, most teams, you know, if you're part of this affiliated with U.S. Soccer, you have a chance to win the championship. So th- this is you proving you're not just best in MLS. There's, I'm sure there's some NASL teams that are like, oh, fuck that. We, if we were up in MLS, we could compete. There's some USL teams. Again, no disrespect. I can't wait till you get in the league, but look at Sacramento Republic. They're they're chomping at the bit to, to come up to MLS, and Galaxy just kind of brushed them aside. Um. So, yeah, but, but at the same time, Sacramento... Oh, I look, who the fuck? Gotta go back to this. Who the fuck lost? Atlanta lost to Miami. Chicago lost to fucking to Cincinnati. This this tournament is, is a great way to prove the fucking team. I don't know. To me, MLS Cup is, you know, definitely the number one goal. But but this US Open Cup is a good fucking is a good championship to have enough about that beat the fuck beat the galaxy motherfuckers beat the galaxy this saturday coming up 
Um, again, Chris Leach, you want everybody to be on your side instantly. Win this fucking game. I don't know what the fuck speech you got to tell these motherfuckers, but win this game and you will be in, in the hearts of the fans. Um, this July, you know, coming up that, uh, what's his name? Vaco, Jocko. Fuck. Gotta learn it. Um, but anyway, Oh yeah, and, and going back, let me just go finish this this thought of of U.S. Open Cup. Say the Quakes win the U.S. Open Cup, and they miss the playoffs. What the fuck does that mean? Or people just gonna again? It, does the U.S. Open Cup mean that little? That e- that you're even if you're champions of that, but don't make the playoffs. This season was not a success. I don't know. To end the season with some hardware and a turn and, and a tournament that has hundreds of teams, that fucking means something, yo. Even if you do come into the tournament when there's like forty eight teams or whatever the fuck, whatever. Am I just trying to feel better? Am I trying to just trying to be like, yay, the Quakes won some shit? Probably. Either way, you're playing the Galaxy this Saturday and eight days later. Win those fucking games. Keep yourself in playoff contention. Go on to the next round of U.S. Open Cup. Let's see. Let's see. that This is this is literally the beginning of of the next chapter of the San Jose Earthquakes. I you know what it will be. I have no fucking clue, and I don't think anybody does. Um, as fans, I know. I hope we hope it's positive. But fuck it. We could only, you know, to, to quote Hunter S. Thompson, all we could do is, you know, buy the ticket and take the ride. So, what the fuck we're going to do? Uh, thanks for listening again. At Baldini10 on Twitter. You can, you know, follow me there. I'll start trying to fucking tweet more. Uh, I'm, you know, at every game, I'll supporter section. If you haven't been, come check it out via stadium. Tickets are still fucking affordable. And they're it's a great time out. They they open the bar for an hour after the game. They used to be a sometime thing. They do it all the time now. Now that it's fucking warm, it's fucking eighty degrees at night. Chill out there, have another drink. It's after the fucking game, so these motherfuckers pour heavy drinks. Free beer is passed around. It's, it's a good time. It's a good time. Again, I'm I'm such a fucking homer for that place, but it, it's fucking awesome. Um, and yeah, catch y'all next week. Hopefully, we have, hopefully if there's not fifty thousand disappointed people, and this is the real best fucking rivalry in, in MLS. Fuck all that other shit. Fuck trying to. MLS or ESPN or whoever trying to make your own fucking rivalry. There's one. There's one. There's one best fucking rivalry. There can only be one best rivalry. And I don't care if you want it to be New York, you know, New York City, New York Red Bulls, or Portland, Seattle, or Houston, Dallas. What the, what the fuck? Okay. Um, but there's one fucking rivalry. 
that's the best. And that's San Jose versus Galaxy, the Cali Classico. And again, what are the two? There's only, what are the two most popular, most watched games ever in MLS history? The two, the top two. Yeah, they had lead-ins, very big international lead-ins. But the people had to watch. I don't know. The only game ever to have over a million people or a million viewers. Come on. Come on. There's one fucking rivalry. Do I keep saying rivalry or rivalry? I don't know. You decide. Anyway, thanks for listening. Catch y'all next week. Laters.